Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 27th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well we closed up 0.34 of a percent, 25.5 points at 74.93.8. It was a very narrow trading range again today. Not a lot of conviction, but then I think a lot of people were away today, taking advantage of the holiday yesterday and extending it to be a bank, well, a long weekend really. We did see a high today of 75.08.5. We opened at 74.89.6. We had a low of 74.83, so a very, very tight range, 75.08, 74.83 on the downside. For the week, though, the ASX is up around 41 points. That's the ASX 200, and it is the fourth straight week of rises, as next week we have a plethora of Reserve Bank and Central Bank announcements across the globe and also of course reporting season continues in the US and we also see our own reporting season in February kicking off and of course quarterly reports coming in as well for the end of January. So plenty to keep us occupied next week that's for sure but plenty to keep us occupied today in some respects. We did see the banks doing very well today. CPA, uh, CBA rather, was up 0.94%, NAB's up 1%, Westpac at 1.1%, and ANZ at 1.5%. The big bank basket up 1%, dollars Haven't seen that for a while, and that has been a level where the big bank basket has tended to top out in recent times, but certainly at the moment shows no signs of that. Macquarie up 1.3%, QBE up 1%, Suncorp up 0.8, IAG up 0.8 as well. So everything in the garden was rosy today in the financial sector. Even Medibank Public was up 0.3 of a percent. Uh, we did see the REITs also doing well today. The little REIT Petites, Goodman Group up 2.6% and Mervac up 1.3% leading the charge. So another a good day for the REITs. That was despite 10-year bond rates pushing up to 3.56%. So that bond rate has quietly crept up, especially on the back of that 7.8% read on the CPI that we saw earlier this week. Industrial's pretty firm. Uh, Woolies up 1.2, West Farmers up 0.6. We also saw uh, the tech sector pretty firm as well. WiseTech up 2.6 and Zero up 1.5 with the Alltech index up 0.8 of a percent. Healthcare a little bit on the nose today. CSL down half a percent. But ResMed doing well on the back of their results. They were up 2.1%. Looking across to resources, a bit of a mixed bag today, to be honest. Gold miners walloped, uh, well, relatively walloped. Newcrest down 2.3%. Northern Star down 0.4%. And others in the sector also suffering, although we did see St. Barbara, which had a shocker on Wednesday. I was going to say Friday, but Wednesday. Uh, had a shocker, was down 21 odd percent, was up 5% today. But the real shockers today were very much in the coal space. 
Uh, a nasty day all round for coal, whether that was Adani based or whether that was coal price based. But we did see some big, big falls in Old King Coal. Not such a merry old soul today at all. And we saw uh, Whitehaven down 6.6 and No Hope down 9% odd today. So some big, big drops in those coal stocks. Woodside as well slipping away down 2.4%. Santos unchanged. BHP doing okay. Continues to push higher up 0.6% and Rio up 0.4%. Fortescue out today with record production results managing uh, absolutely no gain or loss. So pretty much static there. 0.04% if you want the actual number. Pilbara slipping 4.1%. A little bit of uh, a little bit of profit taking creeping in after the extraordinary run we've seen from Pilbara following that quarterly in that massive cash pile they're building up. Linus up 1.2%, and we did see one or two of the other lithium stocks doing quite well. Some of the forgotten heroes, the likes of Vulcan, up 6.4% as well today. So not a bad day all round. In corporate news today, a few quarterlies. Fortescue out. ResMed had some of their results. We also saw Tyro up 4% on news that they had given Potentia uh, four weeks of due diligence. There we are. VEA also Got approval today to buy Coles Express and Select Harvest, which is the Almond Boys. They bounced 4.6% on a very dismal harvest indeed. So uh, clearly some of the bad news was in the price. Tough nut to crack though, that one uh, up 4.6%. Or Origin up 07 They lifted earnings guidance. And in economics today, we have the PPI out and import-export prices. And we'll get into those in a little more detail in a minute. Asian markets still obviously affected by Lunar New Year. China uh, closed. Hong Kong reopened, but to a massive yawn, probably a bit of a hangover there. Japan pretty flat as well. In the winners for Grinners today, let's run through them. DVP, blast from the past, one that I have recommended in the past. And finally, some action in DVP going quite well. Today was up uh, around 12.7%, really skyrocketing, to be honest. That one heading up towards, uh, well, heading four bucks uh, today. So uh, a very good day all round for DVP. Megaport also doing well. MP1 in the winner's enclosure today. They were up 7.2%. Vulcan Energy, blast from the past, up 6.4%. VUL, 29 Metals, 29M, up 6.1%. Tuas, which I think Marcus highlighted as a uh, RSI buy signal, Unfortunately, well, it was up 6%, but it is very, very thin. Only 54,000 shares traded. A4N also doing well today, up 5.8. Liontown up 5.2. And St. Barbara up 5% there. In the loser's corner on the naughty step today, it was a lot of coal stocks. Yang Coal uh, down 9.4%. New Hope, or No Hope, down 9%. STX Strike Energy down 8.6%. Whitehaven down 6.6%. Red 5, well, now it's sort of Red 4, down 6.25%. Terracom down nearly 5%. Regis Resources down around 4.9%. And Chalice falling 4.6%. Did add to my position in Chalice today, taking advantage of that slip back. Positive sectors today, banks, industrials, REITs, tech, and insurers. Sector's not doing quite so well today with the healthcare, coal stocks especially, and gold miners not doing well. Pretty narrow range. We've got a big week next week with a lot of central bank action, a lot of results, and a lot of quarterlies. 
and we did have the Alltech index up 0.8% for today. Gold heading a smidge lower, 27.03 in Aussie dollar terms. Bitcoin off its highs, 22.825. The Aussie dollar holding above 71 cents for the time being, 71.06. Good time to go to the US for your holidays. 10-year yield, 3.56. In major movers and shakers today, some of the stocks that are moving, we've talked about already. But some of the other ones, Calix having a bit of a nice day today, up 2.8%. We had Liontown up 5.2%. And SVM, which was up 17.4%. They are now in a trading halt uh, with a please explain a Pauline Hansen to come there. 17.5% better for them. Dreadnought, uh, DRE, also having a good day today. A stock that we bought for the small cap portfolio in the last few days, up 17% today. ASN, Anson, also doing well, has been doing well for a little while now. They're up uh, 14% today. And Berkeley, um, Berkeley Energia had a good day today. They're in the uranium space, up 17.7%. Uh, ASB, Austal, uh, won a submarine contract from the US, not a huge one. They're not building the ones that we're buying. Uh, but they were down 1.5% on the back of that. And Chalice down 4.6%. And Iron Ear down 4.3% today. Uh, quarterly report out today for them as well. Speculative stock of the day was a stock called Cosmos Exploration. C1X is the stock code, up 28.2%. They had a quarterly report focusing on their Canadian lithium project. In company news today in a little more detail, Select Harvest SHV. The almond crop has been affected by wet weather, resulting in the worst crop quality in 10 years. Probably not alone there. Other crops probably affected too. Grains Resources, GRR, uh, reported sales and prices of concentrate and pellets increased, with unit cash operating costs down due to lower energy costs. Haven't heard that one before, have we? Lower energy costs. Fortescue Metals, of course, the big one today. Record half-year iron ore shipments of 96.9 million tonnes up 4% on the previous corresponding period, maintaining its guidance for FY23. Shipments at 187 to 192 and keeping its cost and capital expenditure unchanged. Origin increased its earning guidance for its energy markets business, but lowered forecast output for its LNG venture in Queensland. Tyro Payments has offered Potentia a four-week period of DD, or due diligence, to improve its proposal. Remember, its proposal was 127, so they've got a long way to go yet. In economic news, the producer price index in Australia rose 0.7 of a percent in the fourth quarter of 2022, a slower increase compared to the 1.9% rise in Q3. That is the 10th consecutive quarter of rising index, but the lowest reading since Q2 2021. Export prices fell 0.9 of a percent this quarter, but rose 20.5 through the year, and import prices rose 1.8 this quarter and rising 14.9% through the year. The Bank of Canada, which we should look at probably more so than we do in terms of an economy similar to ours, has raised rates for an eighth consecutive and potentially, this is interesting, final time, it says, it's expecting to move to the sidelines and weigh the impact of its rapid tightening. It's now forecasting inflation to fall back to 3% by mid-year and return to 2% target in 2024. Very interesting. And Adani has prepared a detailed report to counter the short sellers report. And Japan and the Netherlands are poised to join the US in limiting China's access to advanced semiconductor machinery. And we have seen emerging markets seeing near record-breaking inflows 
with a billion US dollars into bonds and stocks every day this week. And ChatGP finally was asked to design a market-beating ETF. Interesting answer. See the newsletter there, the ChatGPT, the AI uh, bot that writes stuff for you. Certainly uh, spot on with that one and that answer. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back again to do it all again on Monday.